Right on radio. Right on radio. Right on, right on, right on. Word up Sunday. Glad to be here with you. That's right. It is Sunday. And this is the day we just set aside to let God speak to you. And yes, he does speak to you through his people. And today it's a special edition because it's a listener edition. It's our listeners are going to carry the bulk of the show. And man, we've got some good ones for you today. Did you know Heidi Nutshell is back from Australia? We loved what she did so much last week. We wanted her to do something again. Uh, I also have uh, someone who had asked, Maria from South America had asked not to appear on camera. But I'll tell you, this person is really uh, super special in my life. She has actually been praying for me and over me for uh, probably more than a decade. I met her through a church thing, and, uh, you know, this world is boundless with the Internet now. So uh, we have a special reading from Maria, and I think you won't see her on camera, but I think you're really going to be blessed by the word that she brings forth. She is a powerhouse. And last but not least... I have Natasha is going to be reading word to you today as well. So stick around, check out all of them, because I just know that at least one of these words was meant specifically for you today. And God wants to bless you on this most beautiful Sunday that's happening right now, right here But I will read to you something that has been on my heart for, well, two or three weeks. And and I just think this is so pertinent to today. You know, we've been talking about Exodus and Red Sea moments and things like that. But, you know, there's a bunch of people that kind of make themselves out to be God. And there's governments that are certainly doing it. You know, um, the, the United States government in 2012 even removed God from from the Democratic Party and uh, what they say. And, you know, it's been taken out of schools and everything. And, and everyone's trying to put themselves above God. Um, not everyone. Of course, that's a bad statement. Uh, but you know what I mean? A lot of the tyrannical governments and, and people and, you know, uh, people that have great means they uh they think they're going to become like gods and god had something to say about it and i think what i want to bring out in this chapter i'm going to be reading from genesis chapter 11 uh i just want you to pay attention about you know he added the confusion of the languages and stuff like that and actually i'm starting to see that uh that you know god doesn't have to reinvent himself. He can do something fresh and new, but I see him putting uh, confusion on the enemy right now. And, uh, and also uh, you try to become like God, he's going to strike you down. And I think you're going to see that here as well. So uh, from Genesis 11, I am reading from the new American standard Bible. Uh, and by the way, I'm not going to read all of the lineage. I'm just going to read the uh, the main story of the Tower of Babel. Now, all the earth used the same language and the same words. And it came about as they journeyed east and they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. 
Then they said to one another, Come, let's make bricks and fire them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone and they used tar for mortar. And they said, Come, let's build ourselves a city, a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And let's make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we'll be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. Now the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language. And this is what they have started to do. And now nothing which they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language so they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they stopped building the city. Therefore, it was named Babel, because the Lord confused the language over all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them about over the face of all the earth. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I just... I see the metaphor in this so greatly today. And, you know, there's also a message in there about the capabilities of what we can do. And we know the cabal has worked at this uh, entire system for many, many years. They're organized, they're together, um, and they're executing their plan. Uh, they have executed it quite effectively. Uh, but you know what? We have, we have the unfair advantage of the Holy Ghost. We have our prayers, and the more we gather in unity and come together, even by the Lord's own word there, we're unstoppable. Uh, but we want to be an unstoppable force in his army and to conquer his plans, because yes, you are a daughter or a son of the King Most High. Anyways, everybody, thank you for watching. Uh, all of our links are going to be down below. If you're looking for some things, uh, it's there below. And enjoy the rest of our show with the listeners. God bless you. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Thank you, Jeff and Jesse, for this opportunity to read the word and to share with your audience. My name is Maria and I'm a friend of Right On Radio. My reading this morning is from Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 18, the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms.
Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of tr truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Bless the reading of the word. I would like to say a prayer that I found um, and have paraphrased from Anne Graham Lotz's book, The Daniel Prayer. And I think it's very appropriate at this time for everyone. Prayer for the battle, it's entitled. Almighty warrior, lion of Judah, captain of the armies of heaven, open our eyes to the invisible realm. Tear away the veil of deception that the enemy has hung over our minds and our hearts. Show us that for every aspect of your truth, Satan has a twisted counterfeit. Give us the discernment to detect his lies in contrast with your truth, his suggestions in contrast with your commands, his temptations in contrast with your promises, his destruction in contrast with your salvation, his pleasures that are fleeting, his plans that are failing, his purposes that are futile, and his position that is fraudulent. Thank you that you have not left us defenseless for the battle. We choose to intentionally put on our armor to hide ourselves in you. Therefore, we choose to wrap ourselves in the truth of your word so that our thoughts, decisions, and actions are in line with what you say. Guard our hearts with the awareness that we might, that we are right with you and to the best of our ability, right with others. Stand firm on your good news that invites anyone and everyone to a personal, permanent, life-saving, life-changing relationship with you through the cross, and that without Jesus, there's no way to come to you. Trust you in times of peace and times of war, in times of health and times of sickness, in times of wealth and times of poverty in times of prosperity and times of adversity, in times of life and in times of death. Claim the blessed assurance that we are yours and you are ours. We will not doubt our salvation or our eternal security because you guaranteed both through the blood of your son and the indwelling seal of your spirit. We take up your word as we read it, study it, love it, apply it, obey it, 
and share it with others. And we pray fully alert. We pray fully alert for your kingdom to come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We will face the foe with the full armor. Nothing but you to protect our backs because we're not turning around. We know you are there with us, Lord. We will not retreat. We will not back down. We will stand our ground. Having done all, we will keep standing firm. Saturate us in you, O oh Father. Flood our hearts with your love. Fill our being with your spirit. Fix our eyes on our Savior, Lord and King. Cover us in your blood. Give us courage to call Satan out when we hear his mocking, taunting, threatening, derisive, insinuating accusations. He is a liar. He is a lion. But you are Lord. Give us strength to persevere until we see you in debt or at your return. In the encroaching darkness, Father, fill us with your light that directs people to the living hope that is found in you. In a world swirling and swarming with demons, teach us the sword. Teach us to use the sword effectively while wrapping it in unceasing prayer. In a world of deception, cleanse our lips. Give us holy boldness to speak your truth so that we sh share your gospel without compromise. Make us warriors like you. We pray this in the name of the rider of the white horse, whose name is faithful and true, who one day will return, followed by the armies of heaven. We pray in the name of the one who judges with justice and makes war with eyes of blazing fire. We pray in the name of the victorious warrior who one day will vanquish Satan and remove all sin, evil, wickedness, rebellion, hatred, injustice, and lies from this planet. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Grant us victory this day for the glory of your name. Amen. Good morning, ROR family. My name is Natasha. I was quite honored when Jeff asked me to do a reading for Word Up Sunday. Both Jesse and Jeff hold such a special place in my heart. Jesse, without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. You are a true warrior. Keep putting out the truth. Keep defeating those demons. Just keep doing what you're doing. I am so thankful for you, Jesse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Jeff, 
God put it in my heart to ask Jeff to rebaptize me since my baptism when I was a baby didn't really count because mm -hmm. I was a baby. So that happened a few months ago and it was such an amazing day. So Jeff, thank you for that. I asked God to show me what scripture he wanted me to read and he brought me to Colossians 3. And I'm reading from the NASB Bible, verses 1 to 17. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil, desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And in them, you also once walked when you were living in them. But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you laid outside the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and freeman, but Christ is all and in all. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, sorry, gentleness and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So I'm asking everybody to go and spread love today. Love you all. Bye. Today the reading is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now there are two big themes in here, 
One is reconciliation and one is being a new creation. So let's just look at both of those. So reconciliation, well, see these two blocks here. I want you to imagine that man says humankind, not just man, because it's all people, men, women, children, everybody. When God made people, he wanted us to be friends with him, to be in a relationship with him. That was his plan all along. But because of sin and because we've broken God's rules, wandered away from him, we've moved away from him. It wasn't God moving away from us. It was us moving away from him. And that's broken that friendship and relationship with God because God is good and holy and perfect and he can't. He can't be friends with us when we have that sin problem. But it says here, In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And it also says, For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So, the one who knew no sin, Jesus, he was made to be sin. When he died on the cross, the Bible says is that our sins were placed on him and he was punished and put through absolute torture to pay the punishment for our sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. So... A lot of people, they try and build the bridge from their end to God by trying to be a good person and go to church and just trying really hard to please God. We can never build the bridge from our side. It's only through Christ. And then the bridge gets built from the other side. That reconciliation, that friendship and relationship that was broken is mended from God and all we need to do is accept and believe that free gift of eternal life but the good thing is 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 that Jesus didn't stay dead he's alive so we don't need to leave the cross in the picture let me just see if I can do this there we go <laughs> Jesus is alive um, now I might just move this over to the side a little bit I want to talk about being a new creation briefly. When I think about this, I think about a caterpillar changing into a butterfly. It, they don't resemble each other at all. They go through a complete metamorphosis. And that's what happens when you accept that Christ has paid for your sins. You become a child of God and you are a new creation. Uh, an intense spiritual change has happened. Another part of the Bible actually says that, that God translates us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his own son. That is just an earth-shattering change. And it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And But I want you to imagine a butterfly that is just beautiful that it has um, come out of its cocoon, but then it just spends the rest of its life just crawling around on a tree, eating leaves and never flying. 
That would be what it would be like if you became a Christian and then you didn't live your life the way God planned and intended for you to do. Live your life for him. And that's, that's an encouragement I have for you. If you are in Christ, live like you are a new creation. Also, it talks about how we are ambassadors and we have that message of reconciliation. If you are saved, go and tell someone about this amazing message of salvation because we are Christ's ambassadors. He's, it says God is making his appeal through us. What a privilege and an honor we have that God is making his appeal through us. So go and share it with someone today. And the last section I want to share with you today, for those people who haven't accepted Christ, it says, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. You don't need to earn your way to heaven. You don't need to earn um, God's love for you. He has paid that price and made Jesus to be sin for you so that you don't have to pay for your sin and you can be reconciled with God. Thanks guys. Bye.